0: Alright, it's hump day, and we, or I, am back. It's, it feels weird being back now, but I will say it like manager says it. Are we on? Yes, we are. We are on manager again, but welcome back to episode, song, cron, of lay VOTP, the voice of the people, the podcast about sense, no sense, and nonsense. Here, I have the stuff alone again and you can too if and only if you have an open mind and the ability to listen hopefully i said that i had this stuff and that you can too i'm a little rusty at this little rusty but we are back i am back hopefully manager will be back i think she's taken a little little break mystery number of episodes missing, it will be a mystery, but taking a little break, I think it's being remote and having a lot of stuff on each other's plates, and, you know, life gets busy, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to keep track, however, even though she is missing, she will be giving me the two topics of the day from her side, and of course, I will have my own topic as the typical, and let's, uh, uh Maybe not jump right into the topics. I'll give a little bit about today because, you know, yesterday was the first day back. And as you now know, with my voice today and yesterday, I am alive. Manager is alive. We are both okay. And lay VOTP will keep going. And thank you, everybody, because we have just passed 1,400 listens. Who would have ever thought that? And I encourage everybody to please pass it along to your friends, your colleagues, anybody that you know that needs an easy listening podcast and uh, just wants to pretty much, uh, I guess, have a atmosphere of just sitting with friends and talking about everything under the sun. That's what I think this podcast is all about. the good bads, st- the good stuff, the bad stuff. We want to talk about everything because everything should be off. everything should be within the limits of uh, discussing. And uh, with that, I will say today I did not work out today. However, I did take a two and a half hour walk. And it almost got rained out. I had to get out of my apartment. I needed to. And I guess the weather held up. The weather was on my side today. And I walked a very long time. So I did not officially work out. But I did have a long walking session. So I think it evens out. And I also... um, On top of walking, I also made a playlist for tomorrow. Tomorrow. Which, I should say, with the passing of Eddie Van Halen, I made a Van Halen soundtrack, or I guess set list. And uh, I will say, I am not... I wouldn't say I'm a hardcore fan of Van Halen. I think they're a band that I did not grow up with. I know every, you know, I know the big hits, but I don't know them to the extent that I know all their albums, I know all their music, I know all their bandmates, I don't know that stuff, and uh, throughout the day, I went through all their music, however, I did not listen to like the entirety of the songs, this is me picking songs that I've, I basically, you know scrubbed through the song to see if I really liked some of their beats some of their melodies some of their lyrics and I added a bunch of songs to a playlist which I'm gonna have to chop down if I really want to make a you know a legit playlist because right now I have 30 songs and it's like two hours and three minutes and I'm not gonna work out that long I'm gonna cut that down probably to half and um and uh, that will be my playlist for tomorrow. I They're not a band to me. Cause I I could imagine them being great live. You know, they sound like a very live band. You know, very loud. They got the they got the vocals that could, you know, sing well but also scream well. But then they also could, you know calm it down a bit however with all the stuff that they have i i feel a lot of it is like a a big mixed bag you know they try to incorporate so much stuff and all these i'm no musician so i don't know how complicated their music is but their music from my ear sounds pretty complicated you know like the the guitar the the drums, the vocals, it seems a bit complicated, and I think for me, I try to go, I don't want to say simplicity, but it's a little too much for my ears, a lot of the songs, and I kind of like when they bring it down a little bit, I, I like when they have the, you know, a really good hook when they're when they're singing because a lot of the times they're they're just yelling or it's not really singing it it's a weird kind of sound um and uh I think it maybe if I was born a little bit earlier or you know if I saw them live I, I think I would have a better understanding of them however you know i i I like some of the stuff and I'll, i'll just run down the list of like some of the songs that i like um i might be able to run all through all 30 and remember this is just me scrubbing through some of the songs seeing if i hit like a part that i thought was interesting and um hopefully i can make a good playlist out of this Ooh, and I'm yawning because it's a late night episode again. So let's start it off with Running With The Devil, Jamie's Crying, Feel Your Love Tonight, Jump, Beautiful Girls, Push Comes To Shove, Cathedral, Little Guitars, Happy Trails, Jump, the real version, I picked a remix version before, Drop Dead Legs, Why Can't This Be Love, which I, I like that song a lot. That's a cool one. Um, dreams love walks in inside when it's love Cabo Wabo (laughs) I like that name feels so good the dream is over right now top of the world can't stop loving you not enough without you primary instrumental I should say she's the woman you and your blues blood and fire big river and beats working those are the songs that I picked from their archives And, uh, I, again, I will say I like when they calm down a little bit and rely on, you know, pretty much the melody to, to run the song. I think when they allow like the, the kind of vocals and the, and the yelling to kind of take over, they kind of lose it for me. And, um hopefully I have a good workout with this because it's so much easier to work out when you actually like the music it's so much easier so this will be this will be interesting tomorrow and with that let's get into topic one from the manager let's go to her text and let's see what she says okay since my brother just got married she wants to know about bachelorette parties and bachelor parties so I've only been to like a couple, maybe a few. And I'm not really sure. Like I I don't think I've ever I've I've heard stories of you know what the typical bachelor party should be, you know, I think everybody has about, you know, possibly going to the strip club, getting a hiring a stripper or a dancer to come and you know, I think it's just kind of stories. I don't know who actually does that. I know for my brother, and I'm just gonna speak about my brother's, because that's what's in my mind this week. Oh, and um, I will say, like, I think it depends on the person. You know, the the person getting married. you, you know, it has to, it has to pertain pertain to their, to their interests and their likes. You know, my brother, without giving too much information in here, you know, he's not the party animal, he's, he likes his games, he just likes hanging out, he likes going to eat, you know, Um, (laughs) and I guess that's not giving too much information, that's almost like everybody on earth, but um, yeah, we just, uh, you know, all the groomsmen, you know, we got together, we went to Dave and Buster's. Um and we you know especially with the limited with the limited outings that you could actually do nowadays you know I think that was a good call um we went to Dave and Buster's it was really safe had a lot of fun playing the games you know we also had the food there um everybody had a good time we uh we even got some prizes for some people you know uh they're over They're overpriced, ticketed prizes. (laughs) Um, And then after that, you know, people split ways. But then we also went to uh, this fried chicken place. Really late night because we were out pretty late. And, um, you know, it was a good time. I think think it's a good send-off, whether it's a bachelorette or a bachelor party. I think it's... I think it's a pretty necessary thing, you know, the day before, the night before, you know, you really, you know, take, take that person out, show them a good time, and, um, you know, let them know how much they mean to you, and, um, and get their mind off the wedding a little bit, because, you know, weddings are stressful. My God, I, I wasn't even the one getting married, and it was stressful. So I could just imagine how much it is for them, or anybody in that position. And uh, I would say that if you're, if you, if you have the ability to actually, you know, plan a bachelorette or um, a bachelor party, I I don't think it has to be anything uh, crazy or anything that's like, ooh, breaking the rules or anything. I just think that you have to have a really nice time with the, with the people that are the closest to you, um, and it's a good start to the wedding. It's a good start to the next part of their life, and that's a good end. So let's get into topic two, which is stereotypes. Now, this was a tough one. This is a tough one because, you know, I think everybody has to, you know, they hear the word stereotype and everybody clams up. Everybody doesn't want to talk about anything. You know, everybody doesn't want to offend anybody. And I actually looked up exactly what it meant. And, you know, because I don't want to get any of this stuff wrong because, you know, people, I hate when I say, you know, before I say what I say. Ugh, that is my pet peeve with myself. So I'm going to try to not say that. Okay, stereotypes. I'm... It's, it's, It's a tough thing to talk about, and I understand why people clam up. However, everybody has stereotypes about them. If you actually think about it, like I make stereotypes, you know, whether it's me actually, you know, thinking it through and I'm thinking it or I just, you know, it's just my mind making making something up in my head, you know, very quickly when I meet somebody. So um, I think everybody has those moments to where they basically assume certain things about people. And, you know, assumptions, you know, it makes you look like an ass, you know. So, you shouldn't do that. You should actually try to get to know those individuals, whoever, you know, whoever you're talking about. However, I will say that first impressions make a lasting, a long-lasting impression on people. So, it's, I know for me, like, if I meet somebody, it's very hard to get. To knock away the first impression that I think about somebody. You have to do something super special. Something out of the... You know... Like, out in left field. To change my mind. Um, but I think that, you know... Stereotypes are always going to be around. I mean, I'm, I've am i had high school in my mind. Just because of my surprise to manager. But, you know... Um, even take, like, the, the stereotypes when you're in high school. You know, you have the nerds, you have the emos, you have the jocks, you have the popular people. Uh, and, you know, through the generations it changes because people's interests change. Uh, I wouldn't say so much stereotypes are terrible. I, I think they're terrible in the sense that if you're trying to hurt somebody... If you're trying to hurt somebody or hold somebody back because of what they like or what they look like or, you know, anything that classifies them into a certain area and you're using that against them, I think that that's very bad. However, I think that, you know, if you like certain things and you, you know, have a certain look about you, obviously you're going to certainly gravitate towards people with similar interests. And similar looks, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and you know, all that's okay. Um, I I just think that you know, if it's if any of this is being used against you or holding you back, I think that's when it gets into the red zone. Uh, besides that, I think everybody has their interests uh, in their own pack that they hang with, and uh. And I think it's a very personal thing, um, and, and I think I think it's with everything. I, I think it's I think it's pretty much with everything, and uh, I I don't think that these things are gonna go away. I just I just hope I hope that you know when you're when you're thinking these things that you know you're having your best intentions. Uh, you know, with whatever you're thinking, obviously. Um, and uh, using it for good. Use your powers for good, not for evil. And um, and yeah. Uh, I, I really... I think they make it... I think they're trying to make this so complicated and so like... Everybody's got to be offended about everything. And uh, I just think people just do you... If you're not hurting anybody, just do you and, you know, you'll find out what people you want to hang around, who you want to avoid, and everything like that. And uh, with the last couple minutes, let's get into the debate tonight. So, you know, we had Trump versus Biden the other week and now we have Harris versus Pence. And uh, obviously this was more of a debate because you actually had, you know, going back and forth and um you know i i think the personalities uh showed just like in the previous one so trump is definitely trump Biden's definitely biden i think the moderator chris wallace absolutely sucked i think um this this round i think their personalities showed um i totally cringe When I see or hear Harris, I think she's a liar. I think she's, um, I don't think she has integrity at all. Um, And I, I don't even think it's in with, you know, it is with what she says. But you just have to watch her body language. You have to watch her eyes. You have to watch her crazy smile. You have to hear her maniacal laugh. And I don't see any truth in her body at all. Uh, Pence, I think he's a little bit robotic, but um, Beboobop, uh, you know, I, I think you are you know what you get with him, and uh, the thing that um, I think is the difference is that he has hardcore values, and he stands by what he says, and uh, he's very decisive, he, he decides something and he stands by it. I think the moderator tonight, um, unfortunately, I forgot her name, Susan, Susie something. Uh, I think she did a better job. I still think that it's a bad, it's a very bad position that the moderators get to choose the questions. I don't understand this. This makes no sense to me. I think what should happen is that each side... Whether it's Republican, Democrat, or whatever party gets into the ticket, I think that each side should be able to come up with a set of questions that they want to ask their opponent. And within the hour and a half, or however long the debate is, they go back and forth. So you, like, oh my God, I got distracted because somebody outside was yelling. <laughs> Um, Yeah, with that type of setup, you really get to hardcore questions because each side will want to rip into the other person and really get to know their stance on pretty much all the important issues. I don't understand where they get to cherry pick these moderators and they hold all the power. They choose what questions to ask. They get to choose who gets to speak. They don't even ask the same question to each person. That is outrageous to me. I don't understand that. Uh and without getting too much into this, I think the big I think the big thing about this is um, I, I think that we really need to hear answers. I don't think that any candidate should get to get, should be able to get away with not answering a question. Even if it is kind of filibustering or, you know, ignoring the question a bit, but they should at least, if there's a yes or no in the question, they should at least have to give a yes or a no and then just go off into their rambling. Um, I, I really. You know as much as i don't like biden i probably despise harris i mean i already described her earlier i was very surprised that pence did not rip her up and down about her racist comment about joe you know good old joe like why on earth she he should have just asked why on earth in a debate did you call joe biden your presidential nominee a racist? Like, is he a racist? Is all of a sudden is he not a racist? Like, I don't understand this. I, I don't understand why this came out of her mouth. I don't know why. I know that that's the good thing. Like Pence doesn't want to take a low blow, and I I respect him for that. And I think that you know he has a lot more restraint than I do. So you know his calmness and demeanor I totally respect. I think that's the difference between the parties. I think you have Pence who is the stable part of Trump. So you have a good balance there. And then you have Harris who is just as radical or even more radical than Biden. So in turn for, you know, both parties, you have a balance with Trump and Pence. You have, you know, the more outspoken one and then you have the more reserved one. And then for Harris and Biden, both are pushing so far to the left that they have no solid ground to stand on. You know, I think Biden pushes left, and then Harris pushes even further left. So it's just, how far are they gonna fall? How far are they gonna go before they fall off stage? I don't know, but that was my take on the debate. I I at least liked that it was. Um, I got to hear some of the issues, and I will, you know, I I am pushing towards, towards one side, and I'm not going to lie to you on that, but I think it's very, uh, very important that people realize that one side is not answering the questions, and they keep saying that they're not going to make it an issue, but these questions are the issues, and we want to know where people stand, and this is important. And either way, I hope everybody votes. And I really, really hope that the the rate of fraud is very low. And this has been episode Saint Courant Neuf of Les VOTP.